Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Also coming to you live on Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Eber. It is great to be with you on this wonderful uh, Euro Day where we are getting ready, uh, very close to wrapping up the group stages. The uh, round of 16 seems just about set. A few things up in the air, which will be sorted out here shortly. Uh, Big day today, Scotland being eliminated by Croatia, England beating the Czech Republic. Uh, Raheem Sterling with the goal. We're going to talk a little bit about Raheem Sterling when we come back after the break because right now um, his club, Manchester City, is uh, getting ready to open up their pocketbooks and show some of that Middle Eastern moolah uh, to Tottenham Hotspur for Harry Kane. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, Plus, 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 of course we'll be looking at the Euros. I'm going to tell you why England really didn't want to finish top of their group, which they did. Uh, let's take a look at some of the matchups coming up in the round of 16. We'll go through all of that. I am on Twitter at Nick Eber, N I C K G E B E R. I'm on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Um, I am also on iHeartRadio, tune in the award winning Sirius XM app, and I'd like to welcome to the show and give a big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world who are listening on the American Forces Network. Find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. I know I've said that uh, already, but I'd love to hear from you. Uh, I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern time on these very networks. And in case you missed that, well, it's your lucky day because you can also find me at midnight Pacific time, 3 a.m. on the East Coast on Sports Overnight America. And if you miss any part of any of those shows, there's so many opportunities for you to listen. Uh, you can catch me on my podcast network. That is the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. Uh, check us out there, the Believe network. Lots of great soccer content, by the way, on the Believe network. Uh, subscribe to this show, and every time we drop new content, which is just about every day, uh, you will get notif- notified, and your subscription will automatically place my dulcet tones in or on your device, whatever said device may be. All right, I'm going to step aside, take a break, gather my thoughts, be right back to kick it off right here on World Soccer Radio. Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then again midnight Pacific. That's 3 a.m. on the East Coast. So much to get to today. We're going to get to all of the Euro results and the groupings and as we get ready for the round of 16, which aren't fully set yet, but we have there's a lot that we know. So I'm going to fill you in on all that. I'm going to give you some picks for tomorrow's matches, of course, because that's what I do. Uh, but before we do that, a couple of big stories roiling around the uh, international world of football. Uh, first of all, uh, you know, I just, ah, uh, I sometimes UEFA, you know, they are so out of touch. Sometimes there are people that are just so out of touch 
with where we are in the world today. There have been a number of requests um, to celebrate uh, the rainbow colors of L LGBTQ equality, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, you know, uh, look, whether you are a believer in uh, it or not, or what have you, I mean, there are lots of uh, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, and queer people out there. I believe that's what LGBTQ stands for. So if you are in that group, and I, I botched uh, the meaning, please please forgive me. Um, you know, and, and, and it is a group that is striving for uh, attention uh, in a very positive way, uh, a lack of, you know, wants to do away with discrimination and all these sorts of things. So, you know, uh, coming out and... Um, celebrating LGBTQ with a rainbow-colored armband or lighting up your arena like the Alliance Arena would like to do in rainbow colors uh, should be a no-brainer. It should be like, yeah, of course. Why not? I mean, who, who on earth is that hurting? And it's bringing attention to a group of people that are hurting. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, ah, to me, it's just a no-brainer. But not to UEFA, of course. Oh, no, no, no. The mayor of Munich, Dieter Rita, made the request uh, in a protest as a new law in Hungary that bans the sharing of any content seen as promoting homosexuality and gender change to under 18-year-olds. Now, keep in mind, of course, Hungary is in the Euros and is a part of the uh, UEFA. But <laughs> this is a discriminatory law. Okay, any way, any way you want to look at it. It's not like if you're 17 and someone shows you something, you're suddenly going to become LGBTQ. I mean, you know, we know enough about this that even old guys like me that are stuck in the 1980s, okay, uh, recognize this is, just, this is just lunacy to think that somehow this is going to, uh, you know, this is not, uh, this is just uh, people's identities, okay? But UEFA, however... has decided not to allow them to do this, okay? Uh, because they wanted to put these colors up at the Alliance Arena before Germany's match against Hungary. Which, in case you're wondering, is tomorrow, right? It's uh, stupidity. It's absolute lunacy, and um, it makes no sense uh, whatsoever. Other than the fact that they don't want to politically maybe, you know, piss off Hungarians, the Hungarian uh, uh, legislature. Well, as far as, look, I, I, I know lots of Hungarians. I, I, they're very nice people. Uh, Budapest is a glorious city. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, at some point you have to put down your foot and you have to say, you know, there is right and then there is wrong. There is causes that are worthwhile, and this probably is one of them. And you've got to just say, you know, we don't like your law. We're not banning you from UEFA, but, you know, Germany, in Munich, where this is happening, we celebrate diversity. We don't legislate against it. But no, no, no. Okay, let's move along. Barcelona, uh, Joan Laporta is absolutely having a pipe dream thinking about 
putting Ronaldo and Messi together next season. Look, they can barely afford to keep the lights on right now. A billion dollars in debt. Um, I just don't think that uh, that is going to happen. So, uh, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo having, by the way, an incredibly wicked uh, Euros and showing why he is the best ever, in my opinion. The big story, though, the big, big, big story right now is around Harry Kane and Tottenham Hotspur. Manchester City have made a £150 million bid, it is believed, to Tottenham Hotspur, including Gabriel Jesus, Raheem Sterling, in the package for Harry Kane. Um, And if I'm Tottenham Hotspur, I'm taking that deal all day long. But Daniel Levy says no. Listen, Daniel Levy. Harry Kane doesn't want to stay at Tottenham. If somebody doesn't want to stay, let them go. What's if they say if they love if you love somebody, let let them free? Well, clearly there's no love. It's not love for Harry Kane, it's love for the almighty dollar. 150 million pounds is a ridiculous amount of money. Plus one of the best players in the world, Raheem Sterling, plus 24-year-old Gabriel Jesus. You're going to pick up a 24-year-old Gabriel Jesus and a 26-year-old Raheem, international Raheem Sterling for and 150 million quid for Harry Kane? Are you out of your mind? I hope Tottenham fans are going to pick up pitchforks and uh, burning uh, torches <laughs> down to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and demand their dosh from Manchester City because if Daniel Levy doesn't do that deal, he is just, it's pure and utter suicide. I cannot imagine any reason whatsoever why that deal shouldn't get done. It makes no sense. But you never know with Daniel Levy, right? And uh, he's just, you just don't know. Uh, Man United making progress to sign uh, Spanish defender Pau Torres from Villarreal. Be a great pickup from then. Uh, Hector Bellerin is uh, currently being courted by Atletico Madrid. Uh, Juve are going to dump Aaron Ramsey this summer. That's coming from Calcio Mercato. Uh, That's a magazine in Italy. Uh, And look, looks like Rafa Benitez getting closer to that Everton job. Uh, He's had more talks, had more talks last weekend. But, you know, some Everton fans are protesting because he was a former Liverpool manager. Oh, my God, another bunch of total numpties. Uh, they are proving to be almost as idiotic as Manchester United fans telling the Glazers that Man United is a laughing stock under them. I mean, Rafa Benitez is a world-class, world-quality manager who loves the Liverpool area, who is a player's manager who is a man's man, who is a genius tactician, who has won it all, okay? And um, why on earth you wouldn't want him? I just have no... Hey, maybe West Ham will pardon and give you David Moyes back. I don't think so. Idiocy. Seriously? I would be saying, oh my goodness, if we can get... I'm praying tonight... Oh, Lord, before I rest, please make Rafa Benitez the new manager of Everton. That's what I would be saying if I'm an Everton supporter, which I'm not. I would thank my lucky stars that Rafa Benitez is willing to take over a team that showed such uncanny mediocrity year over year. 
could be a great team. Has money. Really. Should be. Had an absolutely atrocious year at the end of it in terms of where they finished and where they should have finished. You need Rafa Benitez, but hey, maybe. But the fact that he was a Liverpool manager and, you know, won the Champions League with them is just a good reason not to want him. Stupid ah, idiocy. Definitely. Right. Well, Toffee fans, if you're out there, let me know. Find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. When we come back, I will tell you why England got absolutely boned at the Euros with the draw. They did not want to finish top of the group because they will be playing the runner-up of the group of death. In other words, either <laughs> Portugal, Germany, or France. Kane plus Gabriel Jesus plus Raheem Sterling. Ah, oh, <laughs> my head is still spinning around this, uh, but I guess it's time to move on. Let's move on to some matches. Let's move on to some upcoming games. I'm going to give you my picks and predictions, uh, and I know that you want to go place a wager or two, and you definitely should do that because it really is fun to have a, just a little bit of something riding on these matches, and there is no better place to do that than my good friends at betonline.ag, a safe, secure, trustworthy sportsbook. Never had a problem putting money in, never had a problem getting money out. I recommend them highly. They take bets on every sport you might be interested in. Of course, whether it's the Euros, whether it's the NHL, go Knights! Whether it's the NBA or baseball, we've got the Olympics coming up. And I just think they just added some new sports in the Olympics. What is it? It's uh, uh, extreme uh, Xbox One playing. It's uh, double-fisted nose picking. I mean, they add everything to the Olympics. But anyway, if they were, did have those silly sports in the Olympics, I guarantee you'd be able to bet on them at betonline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. Head over there right now on your desktop or on your mobile app. Check them out they will give you a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's right, a 50% bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts, and when you do bet online, remember, folks, please do it responsibly. Make it part of your entertainment dollars and not part of your lifestyle. Okay, so we are getting very, very close to setting the table pretty much done with for the round of 16. We already know that the Saturday match will be Wales and Denmark. And by the way, that will be a great game. <coughs> Denmark coming back for a terrific, terrific win. In, uh, you know, after what has been a very emotional time for Denmark. I don't think uh, there's really any question about that, right? I mean, the Danes were... Uh, really wonderful in their 4-1 victory in Copenhagen against Russia. A Belgium whomping on the poor lackluster Finns 2-0. This Belgian team looking very hot. They are starting to become everybody's little favorite children. But I am not as sold on the Belgians as you might think, even though, yes, they got Witzel back. They're a great team. Lukaku's firing on all cylinders. There's not a lot to dislike about the Belgian team. But, 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 but. Uh, 
I am just think they're fantastic, sure. But I don't know. For me, I just don't think uh, they are quite as good as people think they are. Uh, the French, on the other hand, well, you know, they suffered a little bit. Uh, they were a little bit shamefaced, I think, right? Wouldn't you say? I mean, they certainly... Um, did not cover their self in glory in Budapest with that 1-1. One, one. Uh, I'm not sure the result was indicative. It was just kind of like a, a blah day for the French. The Italians are hot, folks. We're going to talk about them in a minute. But we were back on the Danes beating the Russians. Great result for them. Belgium beating Finland. Okay. The Netherlands whomping on North Macedonia, who are out of the tournament, but I must give them some kudos you know you're always going to get the lowest ranked team in any of these tournaments and they're always going to be considered to be um you know junk right the junk team of the tournament uh but really i thought north macedonia did themselves proud I, I, and I, and i really mean that they conceded eight goals in three games. They did score two goals. I mean, Scotland only scored one goal and conceded five. North Macedonia scored two, <coughs> conceded eight. The Poles. And by the way, they're not out of it, but they conceded two goals. Uh, they've only they scored two goals and they've conceded three. The Hungarians, who are out of it, basically... Well, maybe not, I guess, mathematically. And mathematically, if they win against Germany, they'd have four points, probably not the goal differential. And if Portugal loses against France, well, it's possible. But, you know, the Hungarians have scored one goal and conceded four. By the way, that one goal in that 1-1 draw against France. So... Kudos to North Macedonia. They're out of the tournament, zero points. They didn't get anything on the board. But, you know, they can go home with their heads held high. And I know that sounds really stupid, but the truth of the matter is they did a lot better than people thought they would. Uh, Austria beating Ukraine 1-0 in Bucharest. And then, of course, we had the results from Sunday where we had the Swiss beating the Turks. And that, to me, the, the, the Turkish team, clearly the biggest disappointment in the tournament. I mean, a good team. I don't think there was, uh, I mean, you know, you're talking about a team with Yilmaz. You're talking about a team, um, <coughs> Koku, Derviziglu, Yilmaz, Unal, Ozan Kabak plays for Liverpool. I, I, yeah, it, it's a decent team. And Yilmaz, the captain, he's a can be a prolific player, but, oh dear, the Turks had an absolute stinker of a tournament. Terrible stuff from the Turks. They will probably be executed or put in jail upon... I'm just kidding. But really, really bad, folks. They scored one goal and conceded eight in a group with Italy, Wales, and Switzerland. Now, I will agree that Italy is a class above. 
they have not conceded a single goal in a group with Wales, Switzerland, and Turkey. And I like the Italian team. There's a lot to like about these Italians. If I had my choice between the Italians and the Belgians, I'll take the Italians. And the Welsh did themselves proud, right? And the Swiss came back. And all three are in. In Group B, it's Belgium and Denmark. The Finns didn't make it in. In Group C, it's the Netherlands and Austria. Ukraine, mm, not so much. In Group D, it's England and Croatia. And I believe the Czech Republic will make it through with four points. We're still waiting Group E and F. That will come here tomorrow. Tomorrow, big matches. By the way, I will get to England, Czech Republic. I will get to Croatia, Scotland. How am I doing on time, guys? Do I have enough time to get to them? Oh, yeah. Okay, four minutes? Oh, that's plenty of time. Awesome. Okay, so look, England, a good result from the Czech Republic. Raheem Sterling, I happen to love Raheem Sterling. I know there are lots of Liverpool supporters like me that feel that we don't like Raheem Sterling because he left the club and wanted to leave, but the fact of the matter is this kid is a fantastic footballer. This is a, a, a man who has matured in front of you and I think Pep Guardiola has a lot to say for that now he's sort of become a little bit of a um, um, a supernumerary these days at Man City he will go somewhere he will be incredible he is doing well for England England is just not scoring goals Harry Kane not doing what he needs to do and I wonder if it's a systemic issue. I wonder if it's a Gareth Southgate issue. I wonder if it's Harry Kane having his eye on where he's going after Spurs issue. But I, I would tend to think not. I think it has to do more with team selection and, um, and service to Kane and to Sterling. And, and maybe it's been disappointing. But needless to say, a 1-0 victory over the Czech Republic was good enough. Uh, they got the first uh, draw. They got the win, 1-0 win against Croatia in the first match. And then, of course, the 1-1 against Scotland, which, um, excuse me, was not a 1-1. You see, I will, you know, I will get my proverbial, you know, together, right? <coughs> excuse me. Uh, but, be that as it may, I think that uh, this England team is so far disappointed was a nil-nil, of course, against uh, Scotland. In a match, I told you it would be a draw. And I told you to bet it as a draw. And it played plus, plus 420 at betonline.ag. So I know when you did play it as a draw, you made loads of dosh. And you love me for it. You need to tell me how much you love me on Twitter. At Nikiba, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Croatia. Nah, you know, look. Good result for Croatia today. Eliminating Escocia. The Scotland team, you know, actually, <laughs> they scored one goal and they conceded five. And I know everyone's saying, oh, well, you know, really wasn't that bad. And the Scottish team's great. They have some really good talent, but not enough depth. I call BS on that. Didn't win a game. They scored one goal in three games. They conceded five against England, Croatia, and the Czech Republic. I mean, look how well Wales did in a group with Italy, Switzerland, and Turkey. They at least have scored three goals. 
So, yeah, Scotland. By the way, England yet to concede a goal. That is that is a truly bright point about it. And and, and if England drive themselves forward, and uh, we're going to talk about how unfortunate this draw is for them, and they can keep up that defensive record, we're going to say Gareth Southgate's a genius. But then we're just fickle, because that's who we are. And this is World Soccer Radio with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then again midnight Pacific, <clears throat> excuse me, 3 a.m., on the East Coast, if you're listening on Sports Overnight America, I'm on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM, plus the American Forces Network, iHeartRadio. Tune in the award-winning Sirius XM app and check out my podcast at the Believe, B-L-E-A-V, Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'll be right back after this. Welcome back, World Soccer Radio. Let's get down to it, shall we? The round of 16 in the Euros. It's time to take a look at a match. What match won in the Euro round of 16, uh, which will take place on, I believe it's the 26th, is it? It's mm, pretty sure it's the 26th. Guys, help me out here, my intrepid production crew. Thank you very much. Yes, indeed, you are correct, sir. It is the 26th. will be Wales, Denmark. Now, look. I am a big believer that momentum means more than anything. Mental strength, momentum, uh, that feeling of, you know, divine right. And if there's any team right now that is there, that is that has that momentum, It has to be the Danes. After losing their first two matches, and by the way, this is a you know a good topic of discussion for the Euros. But you know Denmark finishing in second place with uh, with uh, two losses and a draw. Sort of lame, but having said that, their last win over Russia was so emphatic a 4-1 win in Copenhagen against the Russians four goals Damsgaard, Paulson, Christensen and Melly four different scorers it just it just happened And they eliminate Russia. So, you know, look, uh, the Welsh team has done really well. And, 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 I mean, certainly they have loads of talent. They've conceded only two goals. They scored only three. The Danes, you know, the problem is they conceded a lot of goals early. But, you know, I think the Ericsson shock. If you remember that first game against Finland, they only lost that one one nil. Then they played the Belgians and they got, you know, they got mauled. Let's face it, right? 2-1. But they scored. And then the Russians got one past them. But meanwhile, they managed to quietly slide away five goals. And you have to think, by the way, if the Ericsson thing hadn't have happened, they would have beaten Finland eventually. But 
having said that, uh, folks, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just cut to the chase. I'm going to eliminate all BS. Wales, Denmark, I'm going to go for Denmark. I think momentum stands for more than anything else. And that will put them in the quarterfinals. That's my pick. For me, Italy, well, they will be playing Austria in the next match. The Austrians, they lost one. They won two in a group with Ukraine and North Macedonia. Listen, you can only play who's put in front of you. And they beat North Macedonia 3-1. That was good. They beat Ukraine. They lost, uh, pardon me, they beat um, um, Ukraine 1-0, and they lost 2-0 to the Netherlands. Uh, they're not beating Italy. It's going to be Italy, Denmark, in the quarterfinals. And I fully predict Italy will win that game, by the way. So I'm going to predict Italy will go through there. So uh, right now I have Italy in semi-final number one. <clears throat> and that is really the only side where we have all the teams for sure picked out. We will know more tomorrow, though. Match three in the round of 16 will be the Netherlands against the second-place finisher. This gets a little hairy here, folks. In D or E or F. Well, D is England-Croatia. We know England have come out number one. So they are playing the second-place finisher, or is that the third-place finisher? Third-place finisher in D, E, or F. It'll likely be the Czech Republic. So Croatia are going to play the Czech Republic, I believe. And then I believe, I don't know who's going to win. I'm not, I'm not sold on this Croatian team. By the way, uh, let me, uh, why don't we go down and take a look before we start doing my semifinal uh, and uh, round of 16 picks. Why don't we take a look at the matchups coming up tomorrow and we'll kind of keep it in order. Slovakia are facing Spain. Uh, this is a big match because Slovakia actually uh, are ahead of Spain. And if they beat Spain here, they are going to eliminate Spain from the tournament. Sweden with four points. They'll be playing Poland. And the speed, Swedes tied Spain 0-0, and they beat Slovakia 1-0. And the Poles beat Slovakia. Pardon me, lost to Slovakia. And uh, the Spanish drew Sweden and drew Poland, which was a shocker, despite, what, 700 touches on the ball, 85% possession. Mm, pretty disappointing. The question is, the Spanish, who have only scored one goal in two games, are they going to find goals against Slovakia, who have actually conceded a goal a game? I am going to... Let, let me give you the odds here. The odds here are Spain... Let's have a look. Spain are the big favorites at minus 475. The Slovaks are plus 1,600. And the draw is plus 565. 
I'm going to say upset. Let's go with Slovakia. I, I, I don't like the Spanish team. I'm, I'm not a fan. Okay. Next one, Sweden, Poland. I am going to go with the Swedes, plus 175. They are actually the long shots at home. They are currently on top. They definitely want this game. And the Poles are conceding goals, three goals. They're conceding more than a goal a game. So I don't know why Poland are the favorites, but I'm going to go with the Swedes at plus 175. Let's look at some of the other matches. Germany, Hungary. Uh, this is in Group F. This is a very important group if you follow it, if you follow England, because England are going to play the second-place finisher in this uh, particular group, Germany or Portugal. Uh, you know, it's hard for me. There's something about the way this Portuguese team plays that I think could present England with a lot of trouble. The German team, it's just that old rivalry, and you just got to throw things out the window. Let's take a look at the odds, courtesy of betonline.ag. The Germans, huge favorites, minus 520. The Hungarians, long shots, at my, uh, plus 1,500. I am going to go with the favorites. You have to take Germany here at minus 520. On the other side, France, Portugal. Uh, you know, I am thinking the French team are going to win this game in a in a fairly emphatic fashion. And I'm gonna, and they are the favourites at plus 120. So I'm gonna take this France team. I like this Portuguese team a lot. I have not, I have no dog in this fight. I, I all, all of these teams terrific. Uh, even the Hungarians, I've enjoyed a lot. So um, no particular dog in this fight. I'm gonna take France. Let's move on to uh, the semi-finals. Pardon me, the round of 16 matches that I was talking about. Already giving you some of my early predictors on. And uh, I've got some odds, courtesy of betonline.ag. I told you to take Denmark. They are the favorites at minus 115. That is the correct pick for Saturday's games. And take Austria, uh, pardon me, take Italy at minus 190. Um, I think minus 190 is a, a juicy number. I mean, okay, you have to bet $190 to make 100. I get that. But I, I, this Italian team is too good. Uh, really, uh, and they're going to meet Denmark also, and they're going to beat Denmark as well. Uh, this Italian team is the real deal. They are fully capable of winning it. And actually, if I pull up some of my, let's see what their early odds were of winning the tournament. Uh, you know, interestingly enough, they were uh, plus 1,000 to win this tournament. They were seventh favorite. Sixth, if you want to say Portugal and Spain were tied at plus 800. I don't think they were getting the love that they needed because uh, they look absolutely superb. The question for me is France, who are the tournament favorites, uh, can they show the consistency? But, you know, once you get into the knockout phases of this tournament, it's kind of a completely separate deal. So I have Croatia, Czech Republic, those are my pick. Match six is the first place finisher in Group F which I think is going to be France, okay, uh, against the third place in A, B, or C. See, this is where it gets a little weird for me. It's difficult to work out, you know, which one is it? Is it A, B, or C? And then finally, semi-final match eight is the first in Group E. Sweden, Slovakia, Poland, and Spain. 
And right now, Sweden on top. I predict that will be Sweden against the next third-place team from, I don't know, one of the other groups. So, there you have it. Group F, I'm predicting that will be France. And they will beat whoever. So, I'm predicting we might get a Croatia-France quarterfinal. And then we'll have France-Italy in the semifinals. That's my pick. France, Italy in the semifinals, which is interesting because it means that they both can't obviously <clears throat> make the final. And then I've got an England, Sweden. Uh, England are going to be facing France or uh, likely Germany or Portugal. I'm going to say England, Germany, and I'm going to have to take Germany for that, by the way. And it's going to be Germany versus third place of. Uh, hmm. I can't pick out who's going to be playing uh, the Swedes for match eight. Uh, but I think we're going to have a very interesting side. We could get to Germany-France very very possibly in the final. Or Belgium. How fun is this? I love this. This is the uh, prognostication part where we get to just kind of randomly make stuff up. All right. Well, look, uh, I will be back on the air with you tomorrow. We're going to go down a lot more matches, go down in detail. I'll try and figure out this whole third-place finisher stuff. But after tomorrow, we will know. There will be no more ambiguity, and we will be able to do our bracket and fill it out fully. So let's say full-on bracketology coming tomorrow. And by the way, the 14th of August, the Premier League starts again. And I'm very excited. And right now, betonline.ag, you can actually place bets on the first day of the Premier League. Man United leads at Old Trafford. United minus 172. Liverpool, Norwich, Carrow Road. Newly promoted Norwich, long shots. At plus 680. I wouldn't take them on that. Tottenham, Man City, though, and Leicester Wolves. Those are two huge, huge matches in match day one. Tottenham, Man City being the biggest one. And Tottenham are plus 355 at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Could it be Harry Kane comes back and faces his old team first day of the new Premier League season? That would be quite a story. All right, I have to go to break. I'll be right back to wrap it up. This is World Soccer Radio. Welcome back, World Soccer Radio. Just a couple of minutes left. Uh, by the way, the Olympics are coming up uh, right after this. See, I am not, uh, I'll be honest with you, I am not that big of a fan of the Olympics. I, I, I'm just not. I mean, look, okay, everybody likes gymnastics in the summer, and I do too. Everybody likes, uh, well, I love the women's soccer in the Olympics. That's actually the best thing in the Summer Olympics games for me. But I'm not into the track and field, and I'm not into the javelin and the shot put. I'm not into the downhill garbage can racing nose-picking sport that they just added. I, I mean, some of these things aren't sport. I just don't care. They're pastimes. Just not into it. But I am into the women's football. That's the best part. But never mind. We can suffer through the Olympic Games because we know August the 14th, the greatest reality show on earth kicks off again. I'm talking about the English Premier League. Who will win the league this year? Will Liverpool have a better season? Will United continue their rebirth under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? 
will Manchester City and Pep Guardiola uh, get it done yet again? And will they have another Champions League run that they will be proud of? Will they get to the final and actually win it this time? So many questions that need to be answered this year. Will we have a more normal season? And don't forget, the end of next year, by the way, is the World Cup. It's funny, I heard... Um, Oh, God, I, I heard one of the ESPN guys, a big name, and I apologize if it escapes you right now, um, on uh, talking about how, you know, the Olympic Games couldn't postpone till next summer because they were going to come up against the World Cup. Wrong! World Cup is in December. That silly cutter thing, remember? All right, um, find me on Twitter, at Nikiba, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. We are presented to you by betonline.ag, your online sportsbook expert, where right now if you go to betonline.ag, they will give you 50% bonus on your first deposit. Enjoy the Euros, folks. I'll be back tomorrow. We can continue the chin wag about what is turning out to be a terrifically fun tournament. All right, until then, enjoy the football. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.